Africa has the youngest population in the world, with 70% of sub-Saharan Africa under the age of 30. This is according to an article titled Young People's Potential, the Key to Africa's Sustainable Development. In today's episode, I'll be taking you over the hiring process in the Western countries versus that in the sub-Saharan Africa countries. And did you know that despite the many cases of racism that we hear on the media about Africans uh, facing in those Western nations, the Africans living in the sub-Saharan African countries face major challenges in trying to secure employment than those in the Western countries. So without much further ado, let's get into today's episode. The global economy has undergone significant changes over the years, and the employment landscape in Western countries and sub-Saharan African countries has not been an exception. And despite the progress in both regions, there remain notable disparities in the hiring process and employment opportunities. Today, I'm going to explore and compare the hiring processes in Western countries and selected sub-Saharan African countries while delving into the challenges faced by young African adults in sub-Saharan Africa in securing employment even in the face of racial challenges experienced in in some Western countries. The hiring process in Western countries and sub-Saharan Africa is significantly very different as I'm going to show you today. Sorry, as I'm going to explain today. <clears throat> in Western countries, the hiring process is generally, is generally characterized by adherence to strict regulations, transparency, and standardized procedures. Employers will follow a structured approach to recruit a structured approach to recruitment, which includes posting job vacancies, conducting interviews, and evaluating candidates based on their skills, qualifications, and experience. They do so many many Western countries or many companies in the Western countries will will advertise their their job uh, job vacancies on their online websites where where those interested would apply online and then get an interview an interview via the phone and then an in-person interview and in some cases there could also be some skills assessment or background checks Furthermore, Western countries often have robust labor laws that protect workers' rights and ensure fair treatment during employment. Now let's take a look into the hiring processes in selected sub-Saharan African countries. Sub-Saharan African countries vary significantly in their hiring processes due to diverse economic political and cultural contexts. 
like for example the hiring process in Kenya could be different to that in Tanzania, Uganda, South Africa, Nigeria and many other different uh, sub-Saharan African countries. However, some common challenges are prevalent across the region, including informal recruitment methods, nepotism and corruption, not forgetting tribalism, which is another factor that hinders uh, a quality selection of a, a good candidate for a particular job. <coughs> Sorry. In many cases, job opportunities may not be publicly advertised as in the Western countries, making it challenging for young adults to access information about available positions. And this is also uh, this is also evident when you try to search for jobs on the internet here in Kenya. You you will most likely land into a scam, a scam job. Instead, networking and personal connections play a more significant role in securing employment, which is the most uh, best way as, as many companies here, here uh, in sub-Saharan African countries do. You get employed based on who you know in that particular company. Countries like Nigeria, Kenya, South Africa, and Ghana have made efforts to formalize their hiring processes, but the lack of institutional capacity and financial resources often hinder the implementation of such reforms effectively. Another Another disparity could be educational disparities. One of the significant factors contributing to the disparity in employment opportunities between Western countries and Sub-Saharan African countries is the education system. While Western countries boast well-developed education infrastructures that emphasize critical thinking and practical skills, sub-Saharan African countries often struggle with inadequate educational resources, outdated, outdated curricula, like, uh, and limited access to quality education. The education gap between the two regions leaves young African adults in sub-Saharan Africa to a disadvantage when competing for global job opportunities as they mark as they may lack sorry as they may lack the necessary qualification and skills demanded in the international job market you find that when you are applying certain for certain jobs internationally our education may may not have equipped you well with the the type of job that is required in in the international job market like for example let's say our education system which was 844 maybe the curricula was uh, as many 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 argued that it was very very outdated and there needed to be some changes 
and that's why they came up with another uh, system of education called the CBC let's see how that uh, system will work for us here in Kenya and if it's going to help many young African adults or many young 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 individuals to get the required skills that are available that are necessary for the job market another another challenge is infrastructure and technological divide in western countries they have invested heavily in infrastructure and technology facilitating the growth of various industries access to reliable electricity high-speed internet and advanced communication networks has given Western job seekers a competitive edge. Conversely, many sub-Saharan African countries face infrastructure challenges, hindering economic growth and limited access to job opportunities. And this is uh, a problem. You find that uh, for you to be able to, to, if you're living, let's say, in the northeastern part of Kenya where the network uh, facilities are not that well advanced or it's a challenge to even access a network because many times we hear that the, the network uh, infrastructure have been bombed by the, by the terrorists from the neighboring countries like Somalia and this also becomes another challenge. You can't be able to teach online or even uh, the people living there cannot be able to access some information on the internet. Another, another difference could be in economic disparity and also limited job opportunities. In Western countries, you find that they, are, they have established industries in diverse economies and tend to offer a more extensive range of job opportunities across various sectors. In contrast, sub-Saharan African countries often struggle with economic instability, which results in limited formal employment opportunities, particularly for young adults seeking their first jobs. And also to add on that, I can also say that in Africa you find uh, let me say in Kenya, it's very difficult for for uh, an Africa, a young African to have like two two jobs as compared to that person in the Western countries who may do a job during the day for several hours, then at night attend to another job, and you can see that there is a difference there for job opportunities in the sub-Saharan African countries. Another issue could be entrepreneurship culture. In Western countries, there is a thriving culture of entrepreneurship with numerous resources and support available for those looking to start their businesses. This entrepreneurial ecosystem fosters innovation and job creation, providing more avenues for young adults to pursue self-employment opportunities. 
However, in many sub-Saharan African countries, the lack of supportive entrepreneurial environment makes it more challenging for young adults to venture into business and create their own employment opportunities. And this is evident when you find a young uh, African adult seeking for some loan uh, via the bank. The bank will like to see what type of job is that uh, young African uh, trying to venture into or they may require you to be in groups and you know that in groups sometimes uh, you cannot trust each individual in that group with your with the money that you borrow and this may put you even at a greater risk of repaying a debt that you never uh, <coughs> actually defaulted another issue is the impact of racism in western countries as we discussed earlier while some western countries have made significant progress in combating sorry in combating racism and promoting diversity and inclusion in workplace racism still exists in various forms for young african adults who have emigrated from sub-saharan africa to western countries this can present an additional obstacle in their job search. You find discrimination and unconscious bias may affect hiring decisions, making it more difficult for them to secure employment. Compared to their African counterparts born and raised in Western countries who uh, experience that uh, type of racism or may have not even experienced it, uh, they find it easier to navigate in the in the in the in, in those western countries and find uh, unemployment. Another issue is role of work experience in internships. In western countries, internships and work experience are highly valued, and many students and young professionals gain practical skills through internships during their studies. On the other hand, internships and work experience opportunities may be scarce or even non-existent in some sub-Saharan African countries. And this, this disparity in access of professional development opportunities puts young African adults in sub-Saharan Africa at a disadvantage when competing for jobs at an international level. And to conclude today's episode, the employment landscape in Western countries and Sub-Saharan African countries exhibits notable differences, with various factors contributing to the challenges faced by young African adults in securing employment in Sub-Saharan Africa. Disparities in education, infrastructure, job opportunities, and the impact of racism in Western countries all play significant roles in this complex issue. Addressing these challenges requires a concerted effort from governments, businesses, and international organizations to create a more inclusive and equitable job market for young and African adults in sub-Saharan Africa. Only through such collective action can we pave the way for a brighter future 
for the region's youth and foster sustainable economic growth. And that's it, folks. If you have any question, any message you want to share, you can do so uh, by pressing that button over there that says send a send a voice message and in the next episode i'll be able to share your voice messages and that's it for me bye bye